1: on CBS Sports Radio.
2: That's right, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night to you. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. This is what I do every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm hanging out here with super producer and host Dave Shepard, and I'm here to get you all ready for the weekend. Of course, by the time I come back on Monday, we're going to know who's going to play in the Super Bowl. And so tonight, we got a lot to do. AFC Championship game. NFC Championship game. It looks like we have a few more spots filled in the the coaching world of the NFL. And then along the way, of course, I'm going to fill you guys in. On quite a few other stories. If you follow me on social media at JR Sport Brief, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you'll already know everything that we're going to discuss tonight. If you want to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio, it's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Much love to everybody listening all over North America on the free Odyssey app on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, on Sirius XM channel 158, on a smart speaker. I mean, you can put the app on a television uh, box. I've seen people do that. So however you're listening, thank you. And let's go ahead and get the weekend started off right. Uh, Shep, how was your day, man? You doing good?
3: I'm doing well, JR. We had a good practice. I appreciate you asking man. And I'm an, I'm excited for these games on Sunday. Well, forget
2: the games. I don't care about the I'm asking about you. Yeah,
3: I'm doing well, JR. Thank you for you asking said, sir.
2: Y- you the basketball game. You had another one, right, today?
3: Oh, no, no. We had we had a practice today.
2: A practice.
3: Game next Friday, though.
2: So, we all play one game a week?
3: <laughs> yes. That's that's JV for you.
2: Okay. I was I was waiting to see when there was going to be a, you know, some retribution or a little get-back. From this week, same. So a good practice,
3: really, really good practice. They're 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 dialed in. Um, we can work on our skills a little bit more, but uh, I'm proud of what we've done and what we've accomplished so far, and, and how far we've come.
2: Did they learn how to box out yet?
3: Yes, yes. I mean, you got to get you got to get a bow into the person's chest. Yeah, you yeah, say yeah. person because we're in 2023 now, right. and um, you know it's just a matter of Jr. Have the right footwork. It, it's a matter of communicating on the court. And what I try to emphasize with these young players these days, Jr. Is that you have to be consistently talking every single second you are out on the basketball court? This is as much communication as is a marriage.
2: Oh yeah 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 yeah, they don't want to talk to each other at all, do they? Right?
3: No, because the the generation of iPhones. Oh, you and I didn't grow up in that generation, thank God.
2: Makes some loser ass basketball players. They don't want to talk to each other on the court.
3: Why LeBron looks like he's you know twenty five and you're twenty.
2: Man, why because he's communicating
3: you he had to communicate at a young age yes right
2: that's true it's true well good luck what well, when do they play next week so I know when to ask
3: I appreciate you man they play next Friday it's against Trinity uh next Friday at their place and hopefully we got one more game after that
2: okay and in the meantime teach them how to slide an elbow
3: in there from time <laughs> to time okay okay your words not mine but that's a deal
2: Yeah, yeah yeah if I need to come to the practice and Show 'em where to slip it in the ribcage. By all means, I'll do it.
3: Sounds always it good to have a celebrity on hand. So come on, come on down.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, too late. I told the public, but I'll, I'll tell them uh, privately. But as you mentioned, shut. Yes, this is probably the best weekend for the NFL. The last best weekend, if I can't even say that, that we're gonna have until later this year when we get a full slate of regular season games. Because as I mentioned, we got the NFC, we got the AFC Championship game. We get things kicked off on the NFC side first. That's the first game. It'll take place at 12 noon Pacific, uh, 3 o'clock on the East Coast. The 49ers will be in Philadelphia taking on the Eagles. And then at 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern time, we're going to have the Bengals and the Chiefs. That'll be the late matchup, and we know whoever leaves or goes ahead from these games, they're going to be Super Bowl uh, contenders. They're going to the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, and I I can't remember the last time that we had matchups that were this close. I'm not someone who's typically all in on betting. For the most part, I could really care less, Uh, but the betting lines are ridiculously close. And there are a lot of reasons as to why. We know the, the 49ers have been riding the Purdy wave. Shep, th- does that sound appropriate? I should never say that again, the Purdy wave?
3: Oh, it, it sounds plenty appropriate to me.
2: The Purdy wave, the wave of Purdy. The 49ers got a guy that no one has ever heard of. And here the 49ers are, unless you went to Iowa State. Here they are, one step away from going back to another Super Bowl. It's pretty hilarious. If you think about the beginning of the season, if you think about the off season for the 49ers, all of the talk revolved around Trey Lance. They couldn't get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo because he had his off season, uh, shoulder surgery. And so they keep Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. Didn't want him. They were ready to move on. They were ready to, to anoint Trey Lance as the next guy. And then in two games, a man breaks his ankle. Jimmy Garoppolo is is thrown out there to play again. That's some nice insurance. And then, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt, as per usual. And then Brock Purdy takes over. And Brock Purdy continues to throw 13 touchdowns to finish out the season, helps take the 49ers on a win streak to finish out the season, and nobody knows who the hell Brock Purdy was. His name wasn't even mentioned at the beginning of the season. Brock Purdy on a Sunday afternoon took on Tom Brady and I'll played him. We know who Brock Purdy is now. Ride the Purdy wave. Yeah, I said it. I'll say it as much as I feel like it. The Purdy wave. So the 49ers here with another chance to go to the Super Bowl, and they got the Eagles in front of them. They got another young quarterback. They got a 25-year-old out here. These are the two youngest QBs to start an NFC championship game ever. Hertz has had to do nothing but prove himself his entire NFL career, albeit short. He had to prove himself in college after to a snatched his job and helped him win a championship. And now I told you this a couple of nights ago, I look at Jalen Hurts and all I see is is MVP. He's been dealing with a sprained shoulder. We have two teams here that are ridiculously, I believe, even matched when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. This is going to be a fun matchup. It boils down to the quarterbacks. It may also boil down to the crowd. How is Purdy going to perform in Philadelphia? How is Purdy going to stand up to all of those defenders who will be coming for his head? How does Jalen Hurts stand up against the 49ers defense? Nick Bosa will be back there. They got a million linebackers. We know if Purdy can just get rid of the ball, he has skilled position guys more than anybody else, just about outside of Patrick Mahomes. This is going to be a great game. We're going to get even more detailed about this game later in the show. I'm going to give you my prediction later on in the show, and that's the game that is going to get us started on Sunday afternoon, and then I told you, we got the Bengals and the Chiefs. Bengals on a win streak by themselves. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They came back in the second half. They beat the the Chiefs. The Chiefs took their foot off the gas, and the Bengals shoved their foot up theirs. Who would expect this again? Back-to-back, AFC title games for the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, that combination of Burrow to Chase, man, we've seen this since college. not a joke. It's not a game. They looked at the Buffalo Bills and said, all right, sit down. Ain't no storybooks over here. We got this. DeMar Hamlin upstairs couldn't inspire the Bills to do anything. Magic carpet ride Over. Their offensive line is kind of shoddied up, But Joe Burrow is not an idiot. He's going to get rid of that rock. He finds Chase, and there's a good chance, man, Chase is going to take it to the house. They weren't even supposed to be here. The NFL was preparing for the Bills and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Right here in Atlanta, Georgia, we were hoping and preparing for it. AFC Championship game here in Atlanta, Georgia. Not going to happen. They came through. The Bengals did and they spoiled it for us all. And Joe Burrow after beating the Bills up in Buffalo after his teammates got on the ground and and did snow angels and and made a mess and let everybody know y'all think we ain't winning. Y'all don't respect us. Joe Burrow Made that same exact point on CBS after the game, moving on to the AFC championship game. Joe Burrow was asked about everybody that didn't believe in them, and he's just like, Yeah, if you bought tickets, hope you get your money back.
3: We talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this?
2: You better send those refunds. (laughs) Better send those refunds. It was reported. And I don't know if these were real human beings or whether or not computer bots snatched up these tickets. It was reported. 50,000 tickets were sold. 50. 50,000 tickets were sold for Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs matchup right here in Atlanta for an AFC championship game. Well, unless we have another disastrous event in the world of sports, unfortunately, it was related to DeMar Hamlin. I would say in my lifetime, there will never be an AFC championship game here in Atlanta, Georgia, will never happen. Once in a lifetime. That would have been our Super Bowl. Because we know Falcons and Super Bowl, it just doesn't, doesn't go together. So the Bengals spoiled the party. And then we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Unfortunately, Patrick Mahomes, man, he sprained his ankle. High ankle sprain. But now they're saying he's good. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks you've probably ever seen. His career seemingly just started being shot out of a cannon. He was smacked around in their last game, taking on the Jags. Didn't want to come out, was forced to go out. Andy Reid wanted to make sure that he was healthy. Andy Reid wanted to make sure that he was not broken. And he comes back, and I don't know what they put in him, but he seemed to be okay. And throughout the course of the week, they're saying, oh, yeah, he's been performing. He's been performing better. So if Patrick Mahomes is better and feeling good, if Joe Burrow is is on a winning streak right now, lighting it up with Chase, we're in store for a damn good matchup as the Bengals are going to try to beat the Chiefs Again, the Bengals have been handing them their ass. And so I can't recall the last time that I was this excited for an AFC and NFC championship game. There is no clear-cut winner in either of these games. And if you have the magic... Uh, a hypothesis or formula to end up at a, a given result that includes a blowout, you are playing yourself. If you are betting money on these games, man, you are playing with house money. Sure, anything can happen on any given Sunday. These should be good games. If they were a blowout, it would be disappointing. It'd be surprising. And we never know what we're going to get in the Super Bowl. Might be a blowout, might be an ass-kicking, might be close, might be a disaster. But we got two chances here to see some good football on Sunday. And I'm going to soak it in. San Francisco 49ers and the Eagles. The Bengals and the Chiefs. This upcoming Sunday might actually be better then Super Bowl Sunday. Two is better than one, isn't it? I'll take my odds there. I'm looking forward to this Sunday. It's going to be the best Sunday of football until we get to the 2023 regular season. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Phone lines open if you want to holler at me. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 For CBS. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot of football tonight. Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals. It's Friday night, folks. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4227 it's
2: the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio okay yeah sure fine after this coming Sunday we're gonna have a week off and then we'll have the Super Bowl the best team in the AFC versus the best team in the NFC And everybody's supposed to sit around the television on Sunday, hopefully watch some good football, uh, look at Rihanna, do halftime, and then check out some terrible commercials. Super Bowl Sunday, unofficial holiday in the United States of America. Yay. This upcoming Sunday has a better chance of being the best football Sunday outside of the Super Bowl. It's like two for the price of one. It's like walking into the mall and I don't know what you'd like to buy. Do you like candy? I don't know. Do you even still go to the mall? Everybody likes food. Like every Chef, everybody likes food, right? Everybody likes to eat.
3: I, I say that's true.
2: Yeah, Everybody likes to eat. I don't care if you're buying a salad. I don't care if you're buying a Big Mac. Uh, you could be buying a T-shirt. Don't buy a T-shirt from McDonald's if they sold one. Don't buy. They used to sell shirts at McDonald's, but that was a long time ago. Anyway, everybody loves a deal. This upcoming Sunday, two for one. We got better odds of watching great football with two games instead of one. We've seen some blowouts in the Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to this. Bengals, Chiefs, Eagles, Niners. I'm going to give you my predictions over the next the next couple of hours. I'm going to do that easy. We got a bunch of people here on the phone lines, have a bunch of opinions, a bunch of thoughts, and let's talk to them. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's start off in San Francisco. Let's talk to Jasper. Hey, Jasper, you're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up? Hello. Hey, J.R. Hi, Jasper. You What's on your mind? Well, I
4: have a message for the 49ers. For all of those who were there last year, remember how you felt when you lost to the Rams. Put it in your memory. And don't let that happen this year. I want more than 150% tomorrow. And if any of you mess up, don't down him. Lift them up. Each, it's a team sport. You guys have each other's back and whoop them Eagles to death. I don't believe they'll get 12 points. Oh, That's my opinion. Okay. 49ers the, offense
2: will show up. You have the 49ers stomping out the Eagles.
4: I have the 49ers beating the hell out of. Okay. Everybody's got to face a Titan. That's why they f- call it the Super Bowl. We're the okay. best team in the NFL, bar none. AFC or NFC, 49ers are good. Yeah, and Purdy are. is
2: wonderful. He is. All right, Jasper, thank you for calling from San Francisco. Jasper's real high on uh on, on Purdy. And I think up until now you have reason to. He was rather pedestrian, for the most part, against the Dallas Cowboys, and and there would really lie the fear. Purdy against Dallas was, eh, okay. I don't think okay is going to cut it against the Eagles. I don't think so. Jay is calling from Hamilton. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jay?
5: J.R., what is up, my man?
2: How are you? I'm doing well, brother. Before we get going, I just want to give my deepest condolences
5: to the Tyree Nichols family. What's, uh, what's happened tonight is outrageous, and uh, I just want to know that my uh, my thoughts are in, in uh, deepest condolences with that family, my man.
2: Well, thank you for sharing that, Jay. What's up? Absolutely, brother.
5: Now, uh, we're talking about this weekend coming up, and as a Buffalo Bills fan, I will tell you, yeah, we got two great teams uh, that are playing this weekend. I consider that more of a ribeye steak. And the T-bone steak that is the Buffalo Bills will be on the grill next year, (laughs) ready to attack. Let me tell you why. We got Micah Hyde, who had an injury, what, second, third week of the year. Uh We've got an uh, an admittedly below, I would say, offensive line dealing with all kinds of injuries. We've got an elbow injury to the greatest quarterback on earth named Josh Allen. We're dealing with the... Um, terrible situation with Damar Hamlin. We're dealing with weather games that are being played here, there, and everywhere. We got neighbors trying to uh, clear out our Jay. Buffalo Bills fans to get their list. You watch what? Hey, you watch what happens next, year, man. You watch what is happens. That, we'll make changes. We got. Hey, listen, the Buffalo Bills fans, a Buffalo Bills team. As we said back in the mid '90s, hey America. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa,
2: Jay, slow down. Wait a minute, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares right now. We got, let's count. I'm going to count with you. You like Sesame Street? Who doesn't? Okay, yeah, well, let's count. Let's see. Uh, uh January, uh, February, <laughs> yeah. March, April, May, that's five. June, July, August. We got about eight months mm-hmm. to look at the Buffalo Bills. Can, mm-hmm. Let's get let's get to the draft if you want to look at April. Uh, let's look mm-hmm. at minicamp. Let's look at August when they 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 really get going in preseason. If anybody yeah. wants, and I'm let's there. get to September. We we got we got plenty of time to look at the losers. Right now there are only four teams left in the NFL active. By the time mm-hmm. we get to Sunday night, we'll only have two. You know this, the Buffalo Bills. Like every other team in the NFL, the other 28, they're losers. And so I know <laughs> the injuries. I'm, I'm saying I know the injuries were there. And you're telling me about people getting their they houses dug out from snow and Damar and yeah. Hamlin, which was a terrible situation, and, and Davious white. I can write the list of everything that was unfortunate for the Bills this year. They are losers. Jay. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills the next time something uh, occurs with them, not the past, okay?
5: Hey, listen, I, I feel you, but I'm telling you, if I get the chance, we'll call next year, and we'll man. be talking about uh, the amazing game that Josh Allen and the rest of the team
2: man. played. Brother, okay. I love your show, Thank and you, you uh, be well, my man. Thank you, Jay. You as well. Thank you for calling from uh, Hamilton. Uh, be safe. And not that what losers say? Losers always tell you about next year. They always tell you what went wrong. Losers want to, we'll see you next year. Where's the guy who called? Hey, Shep, where's that guy from last week who wanted to yell at me about Jacksonville? Where's he at? He's he's nowhere to be found. Nowhere, right? If they would have won, he would have called me every day screaming, wouldn't he? Of course. Certain things are so predictable. We got winners here on Sunday. Why don't I talk about, I don't know, if it's, if it's newsworthy, if, if the Buffalo Bills needed a coach, if there were rumors about McDermott getting a boot, if there were rumors about Josh Allen wanting out, if there was something newsworthy with the Bills, then absolutely we talk about that. They're going to be watching from at home just like me. Vinny's calling from Vegas You're on CBS Sports Radio.
6: Hey JR, how are you doing tonight?
2: I'm very well. What's on your mind, Vinny?
6: Oh man, thanks for taking my call. Um, just, just a quick, a quick uh, take on the local buzz here in Las Vegas about this weekend's AFC and NFC championship games. Unbelievable take at the sports books. Super tight, super hyped. Um, there is a definite buzz in the city right now about these games. Like you said earlier about the Super Bowl, yeah, that's, a that's you know, one game. But this has got the town crazy. So it, I want to just talk to you a little bit about that.
2: No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Well, where are you? Are you going to be watching the game at one of the, the casinos, or where are you going to be? Well,
6: you know what? I'm going to be home because – I just i gotta am gonna stay dialed in. being in the casino business, I'm fort you know, I'm fortunate enough to have uh, my Sundays and Mondays off. Good. So I will be home, and we we'll all be dialed in on the games with the big screen on and uh, and just just I, we're we're fired up. I got people coming over, and a lot of a lot of a lot of casino people um, and management are coming over, so we're we're fired up to take. The hold is is strong, everything's going well, and uh, the the buzz is great.
2: I'm sure. Hey, Vinny, do me a favor. Can you tell them, when I forget my toothbrush or I need a bottle of water in Vegas, can you tell them to lower the price from $20 to something reasonable?
6: Let me tell you something. they got to stop
2: with that nonsense.
6: That's crazy. People come to have a good time, to spend time, to spend their hard-earned dollars, and they're charging money like that. And trust me, I know because you know I've, I've been in this business a long time, upper management, and I see what's going on. And I see the average Joe, the people coming in. They don't need to be charged those exorbitant yeah. prices for stuff. I mean, you gotta they got to.
2: They want to hustle me. They know. Hey, Jr. forgot his toothbrush. Uh, Jr. had a bottle, a glass of whiskey. He needs a glass right. of water, and he he's stuck in a desert and we're going to make sure that we charge him 20 bucks for a toothbrush because he can't get in anywhere else. So. It
6: ain't good. And, and forget about touching the service bar, that little uh, the little refrigerator oh in room. God. You're going to have to take a loan for that. You're going to need a, a payday loan or something for that thing. Yeah,
2: for, for M&Ms. You charge me 50 bucks for, for three M&Ms. What is this, in a hotel room? <laughs> hey, Vinny, talk to your people, man. Good thing you, you didn't Vinny. get the cashews. If you got the cashews,
6: you would have been, you would have forget about it. It would have been
2: $100. It's <laughs> terrible. Hey, Vinny, have a good time with the games, okay? Hey, all right,
6: brother. Thanks so
2: much. I'll talk to you soon. God bless. You as well. Thank you, Vinny, for calling from Vegas. Hey, Shep, that, those prices out there, it's like they know you're trapped. you You're on this strip in the middle of the desert, surrounded by desert and mountains and nothing. And they're just like, oh, you forgot your toothbrush, $50. You want a turkey burger for lunch, 80 bucks. Hey, everybody's drinking. You need a bottle of water, 8 ounces, give me 12. It's ridiculous. You do hustle. it, JR,
3: because there's people that are ridiculously enough to pay it. Well, yeah. People pay that. Yeah, well, they got no choice. Right, so they're going to keep doing it.
2: <laughs> yes, people are going for weddings and boxing events that's why i go yeah uh, i like ces the consumer electronics show um uh, you know it's a convention town it's supposed to be a hospitality town but vegas isn't so hospitable all the damn time they
3: try to liquor you up that's for sure
2: oh yeah they try to oh well it's uh people are going to get liquored up but you you lick up you you, you get lick it up you gamble uh people do other things in Vegas. Uh, they changed the motto, I believe. What stays in Vegas is no longer stays there. I think they changed it. It's a wild world. You know what? That that actually reminds me. Speaking of liquor and speaking of Vegas, did you hear about the, the Knicks owner, James Dope Did you hear what he said about the liquor?
3: I heard it because of what you sent me. So, yes, I wouldn't have heard it otherwise.
2: That man is out of his damn mind. You know what? I'm going to get to your calls on the other side. 855 212 cbs That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to tell you about James Dolan. This is the man who owns the New York Knicks, the New York Rangers. He owns Madison Square Garden where they play. And he, he I don't want to say he threatened the fans, but he kind of did. He's worse than Vegas. Well, he's still a jackass. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to your calls. I'll tell you what the stupid Knicks owner is doing in a second or what he's threatening to do.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Our sport brief on CBS Sports Radio.
4: I even got my wife into listening to you, man. You know, like when I come home at night, she already have you on. Know, i like walking the house. I'm getting out the car, and you know, and then I'm walking in the house, and I'm still hearing you, man. Call
1: in now at 855-212-4CBS. Your
2: wife sounds amazing. Shout-outs to all the amazing wives. The wives are great. I'll leave it at that. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Obviously getting everybody ready for the AFC and NFC Championship games that are going to take place this upcoming Sunday. We got a bunch of callers on the line. If you are on the line, I will get you on air. Don't worry about it. Right before the break, we had Vinny from Vegas call up. Of course, he's from Vegas. His name is going to be Vinny from Vegas. Vinny Vegas, get it? And we started to talk, and he's telling me about how the lines are so close and the betting lines are tight, and, you know, this this big money. People are putting money down, and this is expected to be both games very close. And then we started to talk about Vegas, drinking in Vegas. Everything is expensive in Vegas. Vegas is a trap. The alcohol, people are going to spend money and get drunk and party. Somebody, well, somebody's always drunk in Vegas. There are thousands of people in Vegas right now who are drunk. shout out to all my friends in Vegas right now. Hey, Shup, we got a lot of listeners in Vegas, man. We got tons of listeners in Vegas. Believe it. Especially when we open up the new affiliate. So shout out to all my friends in Vegas. But speaking of alcohol in Vegas, it triggered my brain. Because one of the most ridiculous things that I can remember took place yesterday in New York City. The owner of the New York Knicks, I don't want to call him a gentleman, he's a guy by the name of James Dolan. He's a rich guy's son, Charles Dolan. You might know them from the formerly uh, Cleveland Indians, and he basically said, here, kid, this is yours. What's his? The New York Knicks, the New York Rangers, Madison Square Garden, and everything that comes with it. James Dolan has no problem spending money. It's just about who he employs to do so, like a Phil Jackson or an Isaiah Thomas, or sometimes he'll butt in. He's not a great public speaker. He's like a rich kid that hears everything that people say about him. And so recently, and I think we mentioned this on the show, he instituted just video facial recognition technology at Madison Square Garden. Why? He wants to keep the bad guys out, right? Partially. He wants to keep out lawyers who are in active litigation against him in Madison Square Garden, which sounds reasonable. But if you're at a law firm of 100 people and one person shows up, you can't get into the garden. This has reportedly also been used to keep out unruly fans and when i say unruly fans who might be in the arena who might have said sell the team this man will turn up the music in madison square garden if the fans are chanting sell the team he hears everything he's paranoid and so the new york state or new york city liquor association liquor authority whatever you call them they basically said you can't do that you idiot that's not fair. You're, you're abusing your power with the people who spend your money. And they basically told them, if you continue to do this, we might suspend Madison Square Garden's liquor license. Imagine going to a game, any game, and not being able to buy a beer, a drink, to relax, enjoy the game. James Dolan doesn't seem to care. He is someone who is a a recovered alcoholic. And so he took things to another level. The man rarely speaks because he puts his foot in his mouth. He sat on Fox five in New York and he decided to threaten the New York city liquor place, liquor authority, whatever it is. He decided to threaten them back. And in turn also basically threaten or harm the fans. Take a listen to this.
5: So I have a little surprise for them, right? To to help, because they're basically doing this for publicity. So we're going to give them some publicity, all right? What we're going to do, right, is we're going to pick a night, right, maybe a Rangers game, and we're going to shut down all the liquor and alcohol in the building. Now, this isn't going to bother me, because I've been sober 29 years. I don't need the liquor, (laughs) Um, right? But instead, what we're going to do is, uh, where we serve liquor, we're going to... Put one of these up, which says, if you would like to drink at a game, please call, right, Sharif Kabir, chief executive officer, or write him an email at this number, right, and, the, the, uh, and tell him, right, to stick, stick to his knitting and, you know, and to what he's supposed to be doing and stop stop grandstanding and
2: trying to get press. Wow. It doesn't bother him because he doesn't drink but did you actually think about the fans and what they would want? I believe there's a good portion of the fans who want to go to a game and relax and unwind and have a drink. Is it necessary? No. Are fans going to still show up? Yes, there'll be a segment of fans who show up, and then there'll be some fans who are just like, I don't want to go anymore. And so, yeah, fine, you don't drink. But what about your fan base? What about the people who do? And this is, the, this is the biggest example of how big of a jackass he is. Are you trying to be petty with the politicians in New York State? Or are you just using your, your own customer base as pawns because they're still going to show up anyway? I like guess the biggest example. He's grandstanding. Think about the customers first. He doesn't give a damn about them because he figures them to still spend money. Someone. Please. Anybody. Please. Purchase the New York Knicks and the Rangers from this guy. Please. Had him in the family now for about 20, 25 years. Somebody, please, buy the Knicks, buy the Rangers. I can't believe this guy. Chef, I-, I couldn't imagine any other team owner in America sitting in an interview and saying such a thing.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely utterly embarrassing. You said it, JR. He is a rich son. That's all he Spoiled is. Kid.
2: I can't believe it. Well, I can. What is he going to say next? It, I'm surprised he didn't bring up Charles Oakley and call him a drunk. Guys are nuts. Anyway, eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Leon
3: Rose is safe though. I mean, I mean.
2: Oh, he says he likes Sam. <laughs> sure. Right, man. Right. Sam is here from Tucson. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, yeah, right, thanks. hey, thanks for having me on, man. Sure.
7: Hey, uh yeah, I'm a big uh, big fan. I uh every time I, I listen to you more and more men, uh, it make me crack up, especially with that Bills fan. Um hey, I, I called you about one year ago exactly today. I gotta bust your chops a little bit because I'm a big Bengals fan and uh that's it, going to go into the AFC championship for the second straight year and one year ago, man, you or nobody else really gave the Bengals any shot uh, to go into Arrowhead and win that game, and we all know how that went. So I just want to get your thoughts on, you know, this weekend, and kind of you're, you're definitely – it sounds like you're touting up the Bengals a little bit more, so I'm glad you're starting to realize how, uh, how good this team is.
2: No, nah, it's not realizing how good they are. They, they have to actually go out there and perform. And so I take no offense to you saying yeah. you got to bust my chops – because I, I live in a world of reality. The Bengals had to win, and they have proven to be winners. And so they've they've proven themselves. So it's not a shock or surprise that they're here. I'm not going to sit around and still call them the Bungles because that's what they were. That's not what they yep. are. And they definitely yep. have a chance here against the Chiefs for, for, for many a reasons. They They have one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Their run defense is stout. They have uh, one of the best wide receivers in the game. The wide receiver and the quarterback have continuity dating back to college, and so this team has has elevated themselves. What do you believe is going to take place in Arrowhead as the Bengals take on the Chiefs again?
7: Yeah, I mean, I I mean, obviously, I I, I was born in Cincinnati, but I live out here on the West Coast now. Um, the Bengals. It's it, this is a. Uh, it's, it's crazy how you know the past 25 years, the perception of the franchise, and just seems like overnight it just it clicked with Taylor and and uh, and and Burrow and, and everybody else. But I, I think I think we're gonna win. I mean, I, I obviously we're three zero against the Chiefs in the past, what 18 months or something, and I just uh, we just have a great team, and you know the defense is coming around. It's just a pretty pretty special team that we got right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of hope right now in the NFL for teams that are, are stuck in the toilet and have now been able to turn things around. So um, what I'm going to do, Sam, on the other side of the break, I'm going to let everybody know who I think is going to win this game. Is that a good deal by you? Uh, yes, sir, absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Sam, for calling from Tucson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk more about the, the Bengals and the Chiefs. a matter of fact, we'll hear from some of the players. We'll hear from some of the coaches. We'll hear from you. We'll talk about the AFC Championship on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio.